All right. March or April 30th. <laughs> wow. Here we go again. Right, another weird delayed. I actually think this is finally done, even though I probably said this so many times, but I thought the last one was going to be finally finished and this still going, but this is, I feel like it's finally the end. So let's give some, I guess I am going to go into this, give some good news, at least for a moment that something has shifted. <laughs> finally, 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 good Lord, something has finally freaking shifted. The people who've been following this and this whole layout of everything I've been talking about, the shift that we're in the midst of, the stuff of the coronavirus, a shift that's having spiritually over the church that I've been prophesying and teaching through for so flipping long has finally, because I thought I felt a huge one in January, but nothing than what this turned into with this whole thing that's been drawn out over the last two months and how horrible and horrible, horrible it has been. And finally something has shifted but the crazy thing is is i don't physically feel it yet in my because my body has felt this so bad but i know that it has because of what happened so i'm gonna share this i gotta get it sometimes it's so hard to like talk this way and be like i talk to invisible people and tell so many stories of my life and have to keep staying on it just feels like i'm just so random and if you're to click on this you're gonna be like what the heck is she even talking about i just have to follow the holy spirit on it because i am not giving a big background to i'm gonna go with this, this is probably gonna have a, a date as the name of the podcast and my what i'm filling with god the ones that i'm putting as dates is because they're to be extremely hidden and so the ones that can have a title i feel like i'm not sure with this but i feel like this is a a freaking ending because after the last podcast the one I didn't want to do which was uh cleansing the prophetic so with people who've been hearing like the story of what I'm trying to ex explain is transitioning spiritually what we're having with this the demonic things that are about to get super exposed and how I've been having to physically feel it just because of my sensitivity to the spirit realm just because this is what I teach on and um this whole stuff physically going on with my body, just in the neighbor, all this crazy stuff. Well, afterwards, so my friend who she transcribes because of turning this into a type of curriculum, she's a physical therapist and she's here right now. She used to work on my body before all this took place at, with being in chronic, chronic pain. And you called me a chronic pain patient right because my vertebrae and my muscles don't respond so yes. say yes yeah yes. don't shake your head because nobody <laughs> can see that <laughs> I remember to talk <laughs> else it always just sounds like Sarah interviews Sarah the way that I do interviews because I take over so bad I did that so bad to Grace and yeah and anyways but you have to talk I'm gonna force you because you don't and that my Anytime you would try to push and adjust neck and all my back vertebrae, mm -hmm. what would it, it always was locked, right? So you couldn't get it to ever loosen the joints. Yeah, I mean, it, it was chronically stiff and the tissues wouldn't even respond to any sort of hands-on treatment. So manipulation, yeah, adjusting. Yeah, tissue mobilization, manipulation, um, joint mobilization i couldn't even get your joints to even move 
that's find out crazy. how stiff they were and just not responsive and um, yeah, really no no progress even with with hard pressure. And that's like similar to the what the chiropractor would say is like it was just everything was always locked. And so since this. What I've shared on in my healing podcast, that the book I've been writing of what God's been telling me about when trauma is in the body and what it does to muscles and tissue and homeopathics will talk about this, but then that God began to say, I'm going to cleanse, cleanse out all that stuff out of, out of your body. And it was not going to look pretty because it was going to have to, I don't fully understand. This is God's high wisdom. I can't comprehend what's been done to my body, but we've seen signs of this. And this is what I'm just going to share is that. My vertebrae now is very loose, right? Mm-hmm. And it it can be manipulated. Yes. And it in the muscles respond. Yeah. I mean, your joints have normal movement. I mean, I would say even um, like a little bit more lax than than normal, almost like mine. <laughs> so I'm even. It's become so even ultra mobile because of what he has changed. What God's been doing through my body that. It felt so sick and achy for so long. So such in deep tissue aches I had for months. Then it was in my gut. It's been in my gut for months and months and months what I felt in there. But I would ache. And that's the crazy thing, people. God was cleansing out my body. It was that painful. And we're actually, I have a person that I'm proving it to people. (laughs) Proving my testimony. I get so tired of like testimonies that you can't fully prove. Or you hear hear someone said they got a doctor's report. I want to talk to the doctor. That's how I feel. I Because I think there's so many fake, false testimonies, so many demons manifesting things, so many healings not sticking. And so it's like, for me, it's like so perfect to have had someone like you in your field literally watch my body do what it's do and work on me and treat me through this entire thing. So she, ha- she has to, you're adjusting my ribs. All, stuff keeps popping out because now everything's moving so bad that it's like but it that's the thing it's it's responding though for the first time so it actually my neck doesn't do what it used to do anymore and you can actually release things and they couldn't do that before but there's it's so hypermobile that I'm will have ribs all of a sudden multiple ones out and my pelvis and that has to do also with the hormones that happens to females. Like your what 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 is it that the shifts? Sacroiliac joint is shifting because something can surge mm-hmm. in the body, yeah. right? And then that's so. And that's like since through this, this it keeps. I keep having weird things, and she has been tre- keeps treating it, and we're you know learning how you first per- put me on like a fitness exercise when it first began because I could not work out I couldn't do anything because my body was so crazy and weird so I had to slowly build up and here I was someone who running all the time doing spin classes always working out even though I was killing my body whatever started changing so bad I had to rebuild like a little baby <laughs> like we had to, you had to take me through the tiniest little movements because my body was just like it's been so loose and like it's it's crazy to to watch it and I can't wait to see the outcome because it's actually just it just feels so weird still. Like it doesn't, it's not like, yeah. So what happened after the last podcast, we were, were you, you were adjusting, you're having to adjust ribs again? Yeah, I was adjusting your ribs and then adjusted your pelvis. Okay. So, um, and it, it like, I click everything moves in that just would not happen before nothing. And I also would be so chronically in pain. There was no reason why I had the pain. I wouldn't have known it was a rib. Now my body has become like a normal person that I can actually feel it. 
and I can be like, oh, this is a, that's what this is. And I couldn't do that before. I was just constantly locked in chronic pain, migraines, couldn't move my head a lot at times. I just had crazy things happen to my body because of all the sickness, all the trauma, all that stuff that had built up. So after the last podcast, she was, she was doing that. And I was on the floor, I was on the, on my floor for the pelvis. And when I was laying, it was when I went, went to lay backwards. Right. And I go, Whoa, what was that? All of a sudden I get a a shock, electrocuting shock and a pop in the back of my neck. And I still, I mean, I know that was, it was God. I just don't know what it was. And, and I just go, what the heck just, something just hit me. And so then you came to check my neck and that's when I got slammed. Right. Mm -hmm. So I literally, and I don't do stuff like this in front of people. This is me with no control. Cause first of all, I don't cry a lot unless it's under the Holy Spirit. One thing. And I do not like ball my eyes out unless it's under the Holy Spirit. Like I rarely do that unless it's like me and I don't do it in front of people. Something hit me and slammed me. And I went into like a full blown, just weeping, weeping, weeping. Something was like coming out. It, I don't even know. And then it would stop for a second and shove me like I was so pressed under the presence of this I couldn't talk I was shaking was I almost like gagging or I mean I was yeah, just like doing weird <laughs> stuff and I couldn't talk back to her she was trying to help me and then you said the my neck swelled did you say the yeah, back felt, of my neck swelled yeah, it felt swollen and inflamed a little bit a little bit puffy and the, so and this probably lasted it was going in and out whatever was releasing and coming out of this like the ending of whatever this thing is shifting and it felt like a crazy just emotional like coming out I don't even know how to explain it I could not move I just kept hearing God say Sarah I'm faithful it's over I'm faithful it's over (sighs) that's all I could hear and I could just hear it and I couldn't move I couldn't talk and it lasted maybe 10 minutes I was going in and out of it she was just sitting behind me like rubbing my head like a little mom with a baby. Because <laughs> I was like completely, I was taken over. There was nothing I could do. And then all of a sudden, it lifts. And I go in the bathroom and I look like the elephant man. <laughs> like my face looked so weird. My eyes, lids were, I've never seen him look like that in my life. Come on. Have you seen someone cry that gets that big of eyelids? Have you? Not that quick. I know, not that quick. It was only like, it's not like I was crying for an hour to get what happened to my face. And I was like, what is that? And I don't understand my eyelids, people. I looked like the elephant. Like my eyes were almost completely closed. I was like, what on earth just happened? Why does my face look like this? But then I remembered the grief I had with my sister and I would spend hours crying like a night before and then have to get up and go to work. And I would have to put all this eyeliner makeup on these swollen eyelids. And it was almost like in the spirit of like the stuff someone carries in their body and the effects of it. It was almost like God just showed like you literally have carried so much. There's a release that I did that quick. And you look like what would happen to you when it was out. That's the only way I could put it together. Why my face? Because it took me a minute. I was like, maybe I have seen it. This I don't remember. And the hours I would cry for my eyelids who've gotten that. I don't remember ever seeing them that big. But I felt like there was something on that when, when you there's just something built up in someone, grief and like so which carry and that God just like he quickly just probably from what this has been for like this past year and all this stuff and just released it. So that was the first sign because. 
Yeah, I could just tell coming to the end of these podcasts, everything I've been cutting in the spirit, dealing with the this stuff of transition, of exposing the demonic, exposing these things in theology, exposing these things in leadership and teachings, um, that I've had I've come at it so crazy for so long and it has to be so hidden the way way that this is being done that I knew that when it would be done it had to be something pretty big I would feel and and the next day which was yesterday I'm not going to share this because this to me is is not it wouldn't minister it was a personal crazy encounter it just isn't something I believe should be shared publicly but it was crazy what happened to me yesterday too and so I had a huge huge thing Holy Spirit was on and doing he's that this this thing is finally it's finally freaking here it's finally it's finally here and then so then i'm like okay then that was the end of the podcast <laughs> nope <laughs> it's like are you serious oh my goodness and i'm like this now this one now this one needs needs to be the end of it like i'm like come on like it, it i really do believe now this is this is it of me cutting every corner of what needs to be done and exposed and put out there into the spirit. Because I don't do these podcasts thinking they're going to a bunch of people and it's ministering to people. I think that I'm just aligning with the word of God and the heart of God and to be obedient and release it, allow it to be public and be a person here on earth that's aligning with the spirit of God and the hiddenness of the prophetic. That's what I think it is. And so I don't look at this as being like, Oh, I'm teaching, I'm preaching to all the leaders and all the teachers. No, I think that I'm aligning with something spiritually that God is releasing. And I'm just a person that's putting it out through my mouth. And it's just what he's doing though. And it's coming. And that's, that's the purpose of why I'm, I'm doing this. And that's, that's my, it's my opinion. I don't think I already know God's not going to let this go to a lot of people because he's too protective of it. It's, it's something much bigger than that. But I am going to publicly shame someone right now. <laughs> That's what's about to happen, people. That's what's going to happen in this podcast. Okay, because this is what God showed me is going to be the closure of everything I'm trying to prove that the demonic does and is in scripture that we're going to see fall out in leadership. And God is letting me, because this guy's already been exposed, to be the big uh, shabam finale and I'm going to use his entire testimony of what he's done and how he's trying to get back in ministry and I'm going to blow the lid off of his demonic face because he's a false prophet and he is fully under demonic spirits and so is his wife and I'm going head to head with it and God's allowing me to so I talked about him in the last one this is Todd Bentley all right Todd I'm coming after you okay I'm going to break down what this dude did. So the way I get, we have been going in scripture, I'm doing going to do it with this dude's testimony. <laughs> there's there's only going to be a little bit of scripture at the end of this. I'm actually going to I'm going to I'm going to talk about an Ahab and a Jezebel that I have done through scripture. I'm now going to use somebody who is in ministry and people have accepted this, the way that the church dealt with it, how it was against the word of God. I'm going to break down how we are misplacing things in, in the church that say bring a brother and restore a brother. Uh, it doesn't say restore a false prophet. It is not in scripture that you restore a false prophet, okay? And I'm going to talk about the things that Jesus and Paul and any leadership in the New Testament, how they addressed anything like this and dealt with it. And any pastor and any head leader in the New Testament was never um, caught in sin when they were had been had been trained and, and that under Paul or any of the apostles and disciples. The ones that were the big ones that were caught in sin would have been people within the church or they were called false prophets. 
That's it. So, so the way that this was handled, what this guy did, and what I'm going to tell you that he got caught with, because I did a lot of research on the dude, a lot. I figured out a lot. I figured out his entire story. I figured out the leadership that was covering him. I figured out the revivals he was in. Um, I got into all his stuff because right now he's been getting back into churches and I saw it on, I've saw it on his Instagram and he has almost 20,000 followers. He's getting back into churches and still preaching. He's still trying to be in ministry and uh, he's going to go down again. And I already know that he's going to get exposed because he's a predator. He's a full blown predator spirit and everything that I've been sharing with this thing that's going to go come out in these leaders. He is the top dog of this. This guy is a top dog what he did. Like he was, he is one of the highest, most protected predator spirits, like the, and the worst that you can like imagine and how he did it, how he was prophesying, how he was healing people. Like the dude was healing people and prophesying. And I would love, love to interview every single person that got a healing from him. I promise you all of it came back on him because a demon did it. He was not healing anyone from the spirit of God, not one person. And I will not believe it. And I will prove it to you in scripture. He was not. I don't care what you say. I don't care what gifts he displayed. I don't care about his testimony. What the way this man lived exposes everything within his heart and the spirit of God was not moving through him. Demons are moving through him. He is under a complete false prophet spirits. All of them, all of them are witchcraft. Everything he does is witchcraft, okay people? Every single thing and the church has allowed this. They tried to treat it as if we're gonna put him in recovery into repentance and put him back in the leadership a few years later because why he displayed gifts. It is so freaking disgusting if you read what he did. So. When I brought up him in the last podcast, I said that he took women, he was busted for crazy stuff. I had known his testimony from years ago, hearing when it happened to him, hearing this guy had this fallout, looking into him. I hadn't read about the details in years. So when I actually said that, I went in and read more details. It is so mind-blowing what this guy did and his two wives his two jezebel demonic wives that were involved in it is the most disgusting most despicable that that his wife still tries to get up and prophesy i would like to have a knife fight with you i would like to have a knife fight with you it is so freaking evil to me and so disgusting the display of your character to get up publicly and try to lead the sheep under the church you are such a wolf this is so uh oh i just get you know what it's not me god's pissed he's pissed that's it. I, it comes through me like I just there's such an anger in the way that I feel it. It's like such an aggression of what these people are doing to people within the church and displaying God and then saying that it was God doing it through such a disgusting person. So Google this, people. Look up Todd Bentley and look up his accusations against him. OK, I'm going to share a few a few of them. He was first busted with things. So he was well-known in revival. Um, I think there's stuff in Canada, Florida. I don't really care to go into all those things, like what ministries. I mean, it, it was like, um, what, fresh fire, revival fire ministry. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, the fire of hell. Yeah, that's what you were doing, the fire of hell. You're right, the fire of the Holy Spirit. Give me a freaking break. So he was involved in like tons of these he was known as this. He must have been appearing to release so much power. The funny thing is, if you know what he was doing, he was got he got he kicked an old lady in the face to give her healing. <laughs> That's the most craziest thing. He kicked an old lady was one of the things. He punched him, and of course, there people are like, "Oh, he's just like Smith Wigglesworth that we do this." And you go pinch a punch and to receive the Holy Spirit. You're such a stupid idiot. You were the, your demon was just punching people. Now, 
when I get hit by, by the Holy Spirit, and I'm actually going to go into this hardcore because his wife's head whips. I'm going to nail some crazy crap today. I, I, got, I got a video of it. Her head whipping and her trying to prophesy. And this is where you have people that would say, like, this display of the Holy Spirit, they only come against that as, but they're more, they're like, I mean, this is just through doctrine. They, and they will call it a, because they call mine, mine too. And I'm the one that can disprove it to you like nobody's business. It's not a demon on me because of my journey and how I know demons. So I'm going to go into that in a second and nail her little face off. So, um, and the the display of power in the charismatic movement and how we are lacking so much discernment because I'm not just coming at you with doctrine and discernment I'm going to teach you your heart access point and I'm going to teach it in a way that you're never going to hear it because if you want to hear John MacArthur do it you want to hear a reformed theologian they're doing it through a spirit because they have no understanding into the spirit realm they only know doctrine they don't have experience with demons I have experience with them so I have a lot of experience with them and I understand exactly how they do it and what they're doing through people like this so look at what this dude gets caught for so I don't know when the first thing came out, maybe 2003 or 2008. Those are some, some of it in the beginning. His first wife who he was with, and she gets accused of stuff too. The second wife, Jessa, is the main, she's got caught in tons of stuff with him. So he was found um, having homosexual, so he first of all was accused at 15 of touching a younger boy. And his response to that was because he had been um, in sex um, a ring like he was sexually abused. And so he did it back. And here's what here's what I'm going to say to that. I have so much grace and love of that pain and what happens through that. What I don't have is you getting into leadership and using that is be, is because why you fell again. I don't have grace for that. Because if I am in what I'm doing now and I fell back into cocaine, that's like a load of crap. Like if I fell back into the drugs I used to do and I'm in leadership leading a ministry, uh-uh. If any leader received that from me and just said, oh, just let's just get her help and then put her, give her back the deliverance ministry, that's so psychotic. That's so psychotic because it exposes my heart and my friendship with God that I would go back in and do something to that level of the past of my sin in my past. And especially, you know, especially if it was something like I was sleeping with dudes, like I was having relationships with men and like, and then leading my ministry or doing some Jezebel crap and I get caught for it. And then they just say, oh, let's just give her recovery. And two years later, I come back and I say, Sarah Bryant's back, join Hope Restored Ministries. It's so weird. Why would I need to be back? Like, obviously it destroyed my soul the first time. Why would I want to go back into something that destroyed my soul? Like, Todd, your soul was destroyed. Why are you trying to get back into leadership? You're a freaking predator. So he was busted. He was busted for, um, okay, this is so crazy because I'm not going to give a timeline to all the different things, but he was busted for homosexuality stuff. He was doing things with his interns, females, having sex with multiples of them. He was caught where he would go at a revival, lay hands, prophesy, and heal, go get a bottle of liquor, and then party all night. He would get caught having sex with women afterwards, doing things like that with his interns. There is a, um, there is text messages that were found of him texting interns that he would pay them a thousand dollars if he could do something sexually to the dude and i'm not even going to say the words because it's that bad um there's one where he offered five hundred dollars if the intern would um do something to himself and video it and send it to him okay this was all found and this guy who, who's doing this revival okay in the midst of him getting exposed 
to this stuff. Those accusations that I just said right there, I'm pretty sure was his second exposure because his second wife was involved in those. So, but he was doing similar things in the first one. He was doing things with his interns. He was doing things with women. He was, um, um, I mean, he, he was uh, caught having issues with money. He was caught with substance abuse. So then his first wife, she's been called a false prophet too because there are certain people who are addressing it for what it is and saying that they're false prophets, but I honestly think those people are probably like reformed people. Like, unless they're in the care, like fully understand witchcraft, do I believe that you even understand what you're talking about? That he is. this Because this is witchcraft. It's all witchcraft. It's all Jezebel, everything that he's operating in. So he gets busted for all, and here's when he gets exposed. I think this is when he gets exposed the first time, okay? He gets, he was under Rick Joyner. Rick Joyner was like someone who he was affiliated with in ministry and was part of when all of this is coming out. When he's on his like leave of absence to for his recovery of the brethren, that's how they were treating it. He has an emotional relationship with an intern during the separation with his first wife and then ends up with her and now married to her. So in his recovery, in this dude's recovery, he gets with the, this intern who was supposed to be part of his ministry, starts a relationship with her, and now is married to her. This is a chick who's head whipped. She, she's such a freaking Jezebelist chick. Because then the two of them became predators. So then, because he still had a gifting, he gets restored and allowed back into some ministry. And then he gets busted again. And here's what he gets. He, him and his wife got busted. This new woman... Um, Jessa, people go in here and people need to troll this dude. Okay, troll him, troll him. He is an idiot. Why are people freaking following him and believed he ever carried anything of God? It's so crazy. So she, he marries her and then they have accusations. The, the accusation that I said that he said, I'm going to pay, I'll give you $1,000 if you let me do the sexual act. That kid, they have his... Um, his testimony written out of what he said. He said he also saw his wife naked, fully naked, the chick. So they were doing, there There was, they said there were talks of how they were, would try to have orgies. There was crazy sexual perversion found, okay? Crazy. And this is the second time. This is, I know, someone who went after him was Patricia King. I forgot to look at that today. I really wanted to do that. She, and you know, she, she was older. She had that, that mouth, mouth to do it. This is what she was like she, to try to get him out. And I'm so glad there were certain people that stood up and were like, this is not okay. We are not allowing, he should have never been treated as we're going to go into recovery. That's how he was treated because I'm like, hold on. How are we using, because the, 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 those leaders quoted scripture in, in these uh, things I was reading. I read, I read multiples of them, of the accusations, things he said. And they quoted scripture about the grace of God and recovering, um, the, the, recovering the brother. The, I want to say it, though, in the scripture. I mean, people know what I'm talking about, but it's bringing the, I want to see where they wrote it. Because, um, yes, yeah, that's good. Galatians 6, 1, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin and you who live by the Spirit should restore this person gently, but watch yourselves, you also may be tempted. And that's a, the scripture I just used used recently. So they're, ta- they're going to be taking these things that Paul is saying, you know, address, restore, restore the brother. Um, okay, here's, here's something he quoted. If a brother is caught in any trespasses you are spiritual restore them and do it yes exactly 
So I've resolved to obey that. I'm not going to turn away from anyone caught in any trespass. This is Joyner. Rick Joyner said this. Okay. Rick, you're a lot, lot older than me. Um, and I'm just going to question about what you know in the context of these scriptures because what this man was found out doing was witchcraft and a false prophet and there's nowhere in scripture that Paul has any of his leaders in those positions and they get restored back to him not one you will not find it one time the only thing you're going to find is when Jesus restores Peter back after Peter denies him you're going to find Paul rebuke Peter in Galatians 2 for a hypocrisy you do not find that this was this level of like (laughs) you don't find it it is not any Anywhere. You have somebody trained up under Paul would have been Timothy, completely trained up, younger than him, taken under his wing. And when he addresses a doctrine of demons to Timothy, he isn't addressing Timothy for it. He's addressing Timothy, not letting and allowing it. This is what he says to Timothy. Let's go. Let's go. I want to talk about Timothy, 1 Timothy 3. And when you're dealing with um, leadership in the church and how we are taking things out of context with the idea of grace, we are treating things not the right way. The church is not being discerning. We are allowing too much. We are not putting our foot down. And I'm gonna literally blow blow this up right now. People, you need to just get, we have to get our eyes open and stop this idea that there's this grace, grace, grace because of the love of Jesus. When somebody in that position was full blown displaying demons on and, and, and taking advantage of sexual things and, and corrupting the souls of younger people and women and men underneath them. And then saying that he had the spirit of God. What is wrong with us? Is that really a brother that is left to be restored? Or is that someone to be handed to Satan? <sighs> All right. This is Paul talking to Timothy and he's explaining to him the ones in leadership, what they must look like. He says, this is a trustworthy saying. If someone aspires to be a church leader, he despires an honorable position. So a church leader must be a man whose life is above reproach. A church leader must be a man whose life is above reproach. (sighs) Do you know what that means? It means there is no possibility to put any accusations on the way that they live. That's what that means. It does not mean that they have the spirit of prophecy. It does not mean that they have the gift of healing. It means that their life and their integrity is proven through the way that they live and you can never accuse them of anything that the devil could do. That's what it is. It is not calling out because somebody looks a certain way. You couldn't call me out of being a false teacher because my head whips because what I teach is in complete accuracy to the word of God. And the way I live proves it. There you go. That is the way. That is the way you discern. You discern the leadership that you're under is 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 the life that they live and not the power, not who they are, not the thing. So he goes on. He must be faithful to his wife. Todd, you're so nailed. You did every single thing wrong that Paul talks about. You must exercise (laughs) self-control. Oh man, your checklist is like you're headed to hell in a handbasket. Live wisely and have a good reputation. (sighs) He must enjoy having guests in his home. He must be able to teach. And all right, so if we take he must be able to teach out, of this this is what people do they go oh he has a good communication style to someone like Carl Lentz he's able to teach yet you removed every single other thing in there that right before said he must have a good good reputation above reproach and faithful to his wife Carl Lentz was none of those 
None of them. Got it? So when we place one thing in the scripture that this person has, yet we don't see what, what God did. And you don't even put into the whole idea of what even happened in the New Testament, how leaders were even dealt with, that there was no leader that was fallen unless it was false prophet or they were under leadership. The ones that fell in the church were, were the sheep that fell, that were pulled back in. They were not leading an entire freaking flock. He must be gentle, not quarrelsome, not love money. He must manage his own family well, having children who respect and obey him. If a man cannot manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? <sighs> you know it's so crazy how hardcore, like, my dad's denomination takes this, that when my dad was an itinerant, like, preacher and he stopped maybe for a season because stuff was so crazy in our house and there were so many issues going on, um, that when he was asked to be on some leadership at we were at an orthodox presbyterian church at the time he said no because of the issues with my children <laughs> because of how bad me and heidi were and he just thought took this scripture to that detail that that was the one thing he said it timothy says if, if your kids must obey you <laughs> i'm like man even though like that doctrine and denomination gets so weird and so legalistic like that's kind of crazy to at least choose to obey something to that we don't even have someone taking one thing they're 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 actually coming against every single todd bentley did all of these wrong and they still put him and they're still letting him preach in a church I'm like, what's your stupid doctrine? Who, what are the preachers of these churches know? I am just blown away. I'm like, I, at my age, I feel like I know more scripture than these people. Or doc, like, I don't even get it. I'm like, it's so weird. It's like, you don't know scripture. Like, what do you know about the word of God? It's all against it. And then, um, cause it's all against it because of the display of power. It's a display. And it's like, and then you're missing the whole scripture that a demon can do it. And Jesus is going to say, get away from me. You're going to heal the dead. You're going to prophesy in my name. You're going to do these things. You're going to see this happen, people. And we just keep, I can't believe how bad I have to keep nailing this. Number six, a church leader must not be a new believer because he might become proud and the devil would call him to fail. This is a huge one. Anyone who has like a quick thing in their life of God, like bringing them into something from where they came from, I would never, ever, ever put them in a position of leadership. I do not care if they can prophesy. I don't care what gifts they have. I would not do it because I just know the journey of like coming into the truth of God from the death, the demonic would have experienced that it is dangerous because of the warfare of devils taking the leaders because he's trying to infiltrate the idea of a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's like such an agenda for the devil because if he gets into the leadership, he, he can take the whole flock. And that's like, so the leadership is gonna be the most vulnerable to come under these power things and then pr pray on the children of God because of this. So that's like a huge thing. You don't put someone in a leadership position based on a gift. You don't do it. And that's what people are doing. They're like, oh, you're like prophetic. You, like, you should just, um, sorry, I just got really thirsty. Uh, oh, you. let's just let you start prophesying over people because you appear to, and that's just so nuts to me. It's so nuts because demons can do all of these things. Um, also, people outside the church must speak well of him so that he will not be disgraced and fall into the devil's trap. Exactly my point. Exactly my point. Now, number 10, before they are appointed as deacons, let them be closely examined. If they pass the test, let them serve as deacons. Okay. Now. Um, 
Here's a crazy thing that I saw him do. And now I'm going to talk about some stuff that I saw him doing that was exactly how I explained what the spirit is going to do. How it's going to intimidate. How it's going to humble itself. How um, it's going to... Um, well, hold on. I'm going to go into that one. Because... So I read a response of something that he wrote to his accusations. And he wrote, let me get, these are not, these are not all accurate. Yes, I've had stuff in my past, but blah, 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 blah. He, first of all, he compared himself to Mary the prostitute. Um, Mary the prostitute was not a uh, preacher, idiot. If you want to, if you want to say you were Mary the prostitute in your past, because I've called myself Mary Magdalene in my past. I'm not Mary Magdalene right now. I'm not the Legion right now. You're, you're the Legion. You're the Legion overseeing and evangelizing. So if you're Mary the prostitute right now, why are you trying to be in leadership? You're a prostitute. Go on the streets. Why don't you get all the demons out of you first, idiot? That was such a bad debate to call yourself. And this is what people listen to. Oh, he's Mary, Mary the prostitute because he, in God, he loves, Jesus loves and brings you back to restoration. This is so taken in twisting the words of God and the truth of God. Do you understand? Mary Magdalene gave her heart in life and chased after Jesus Christ. She was so in love with him. She was so in love with him. And guess what? She did not go back and get her seven demons back in her. Oh, that was a really good point. She didn't get re-demonized. So if you're, you're Mary the prostitute, you're not because you've been redemonized over and over 20 times over. Okay. You don't have anyone in, you can't put this in anywhere in scripture to the place you're trying to prove that you are in a place of God's grace right now and recovering. You can get back into leadership. You are, are a demonic person. You're full blown. Everything you operate is demonic. Ugh. I went on his Instagram yesterday. I got was getting so mad. I wanted to message him. I wanted to troll him so bad. I was like, okay, I gotta control myself. <laughs> I have to control myself. I was like sitting there looking at him. My eyes were like, I just was like, I just aggression and anger to what he's done to people and is still trying to preach. I can't handle it. So here's one of his responses. He said to his one of his his accusers. He said. First of all, these aren't fully accurate, blah, blah, blah. I had this stuff in my, nah, 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 nah. I'm full of crap. All I do is lie. Nah, 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 nah. I have a demon talking through me right now. And then he goes, he says, I want to get my, um, I want to get my leaders. So he's going to get his backup, more leadership to intimidate these accusers. That's what that is. That's a Jezebel tied to a bunch of other leaders that are underneath him and scared of his power and put him in this position. So he goes, I want to get my leader, leaders and Rick Joyner and I want to sit and confront these people and look them in the eye like that. And, <laughs> oh, toddy, toddy, toddy. I would pay so much money to be in that meeting. Oh my goodness. I would, I would, I would, I would. I would love to watch him try to do that to, to his prey. I would jump in his freaking face and yank on his beard is what I would do. <laughs> I would jump on him like a monkey, a spider monkey. <laughs> and be like, really? Devil, you're going to try to intimidate the people you took sexually wow. at, through the word of God and you want to get in their eyes? Oh, I want to get in your eyes, buddy. I would shut you down so dang hard. <laughs> and you wouldn't be able to lay a hand on me because God would send an angel to kill you. <laughs> I would pay to be in meetings like that and watch these predators to their accusers scare the crap out of them because here's what he got caught doing. The leadership got caught paying off the accusers. 
It went that far. This is crazy, people. This is what the spirit takes that much control to keep its power. So you had people paying off to hide what this dude was doing with his wife. And they still now are on stage. They're still now on flipping stage. And there's people listening, going to his stuff. It is so insane to me. I mean, I, so then, so then I find this video of his little wifey. Okay. This is brilliant. People go on YouTube, put in Todd Bentley's wife is demon possessed. <laughs> this is a video that comes up and here's the guy. Okay. The guy who's presenting this in the YouTube, he is totally like a reformed dude. He he's coming out of complete doctrine. He is. He's, it's all doctrine because he would say I'm I'm demon possessed too because he's only looking. Well, he's looking at first of all their character, but he's really because her head's whipping and he he's accurate. It was a demon it, he, and she is possessed in my opinion. But the reason I you can't take these that type of like people leading you into discernment is because they have no experience. But he's because he's gonna call all the charismatic uh, like movement anything where there is power to displayed he's going to use scripture on it a guy like this and he has all his commentaries his niv comment he has an niv commentary behind him which i love those i was like oh this is great and he talks really like there's no anointing on him you can just tell by like how he talks but in the funny thing he also did he named so he gave a name to the demon doing that to her head he said it was some he called it mussolini or something from the hindu blah 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 i was like you're so stupid sorry Oh yeah, that's that name. That demon's name's Tito Jackson. <laughs> Does that to her? <laughs> do people know that demons like any any spirit can do that? It's not. Yeah, that's a that's a that's that's the demon named Jay. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like he did it in like he actually knew because in the Hindu, I'm sure he had some story. I didn't even want to listen to it because I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like in the, in the Hindu religion, maybe there was some manifestation or the, uh, maybe there's a, you know, like, what's it called? Uh, what I was talking about, the false prophetess things that come, came under like someone like Apollo. It's a Oracle. Oracle. Yeah, it could have been something like an oracle would go into frenzy. Maybe that's what he would be referring because that would happen under like somebody who is a false prophet thing as an oracle to like a like a false god. They would come into a frenzy. And so if he was saying something like that, I get what you're saying. But to give it a name, you're really clueless to demons and the power and what they, all of them could do and, and stuff like that. So I was watched. I watched it. Her head whips like mine does. <laughs> it's, yes. And she shakes like power comes on her. A woman who was busted with like having sexual things with a, a man in leadership marries him at, when he's married. Has has a she had an affair with him while he was married. Then marries him. Gets caught with sexual perversion of uh, doing things of uh, with um, orgy type sexual things. I mean, they were caught in like the grossest thing. And and you're, and that was the spirit of God on you. I'm like. Oh my God. I mean, this is not like I have to sit here and give you all this commentaries on this crap. This is blatant, blatant heresy, blatant demonic. This is so psychotic. This has been received in the church because the display of power. So what the charismatic sees because her head whips and she shakes that that means the power of God on her. That's what I can't stand is so twisted. That's why for me, like my manifestations, I have always felt rejected by them. I've always felt humiliated by them. And and I can't fathom that there's people out there that actually look at it as like it's a good thing. Like, I think that's so weird. Like, how would you look at...
Because I either have someone in this denomination think this girl's fully possessed, like how I look and how I shake. And um, I'm possessed by the Holy Spirit, people. That's what happened. I was the Legion and Mary Magdalene. I had demons all over the place, do crazy, crazy stuff to me. When God delivered me, what he did was he flipped the head of the devil and he showed that he has all power over my body and demons don't. That's why my story is the way it is. And that's why I look like the way I do. Now, that woman is a full-blown demon on her. And anyone that wants and thinks that that's a display of power, your heart opens up to the demon doing it to you. So if there's any leadership that manifests the Holy Spirit in a strong way and they wanted that appearance to appear in front of a congregation as power i promise you it's a demon doing it <sighs> manifesting these things to look this way it is because a heart accesses it at that point you shouldn't want it i don't like how i appear i've accepted it and obeyed god in it and i've just given up on it and i have gotten over the humiliation most times has to be how bad it would be i guess i think i've gotten so much better with it like uh because it's just such a it's such a train wreck but to see this chick do oh, i was like oh this is gonna be good i'm gonna nail something with what with, with people would judge the way i look or what i do and how i can totally disprove by my story and what and and when you look at the power display you have people that just think it's it's oh that meant the holy spirit was on that is so I just, I can't stop on this. It just is so psychotic. It's so stupid. Like, go watch this video, people. And when you hear her trying to prophesy with her head whipping and her shaking, like she's so powerful, and you see her perverted husband next to her going, oh, yeah, yeah, you sexual perverts. You guys are perverts. Like, you're perverted, weird people. Why do you want to be over churches? Like, if you're that gross and dark in your heart, why do you want to preach about God? Like, I don't understand it. And and then and then they, call, they pulled the humble card, which Jezebel also does. I found an interview of this woman, Jessa um, Bentley, uh doing giving an interview about what she did by having an affair with him and how what and that stuff and saying i take responsibility i know a hundred percent it was completely wrong and then you have todd being interviewed and going you know you just you fall you get overwhelmed blah 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 oh the humble card dude jezebel went in her humble card to try to keep her position that's all that was people and the fact that leaders let them be interviewed public and let that be a type of repentance because later, that I don't know, then later they get busted for doing all the sexual crap. And, and they're allowed to give a repentant video. And they're allowed on stage 2018. 2018 people three years ago is her head whipping. That was three years ago she was doing it. So I'm, I'm assuming she went, they went public like longer than like just recently. They've been going in and out of ministry is what it appears to me. And I am like man this is like if i don't prove a full point with this one people and everything that i'm telling you that we're we're twisting up we're we're having leaders do this that i had to give you the worst of the worst of the worst example because here's the thing that's going to be falling out you're going to find out things that bad in leaders you're going to find that out you're that what gets exposed like that uh ravi zacharias and stuff like that you're going to find out that there's ones that are at that level and then you're going to find out ones that aren't exactly at, didn't go to that level, but their character, like someone like Carl Lentz, his character in displaying God, that he would go on something like Oprah Magazine. I can tear that up through scripture that he did something like that on the Oprah show. That is so ridiculous. So you have that just a display of character and flaw, like a flaw to knowing the word of God that you don't give mediocre messages to get on something secular that has no Bible backing and no part of Jesus in it. 
to get you to have these mediocre, watered down, acceptable things. And, and that to me is like another another type of display of how you're gonna see this thing fall out that 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 is that is totally being covered, controlled, and now the spiritual structure finally, finally is collapsed. It's like we're gonna now, now we're flipping, we're flipping, flipping, we're flipping. So I almost think that God just need me to completely take the head using someone right now publicly who's doing this. He's already been exposed, so I'm allowed to nail him and say it about him, what he's doing. And uh, I'm gonna go to one last thing. No, this is this was a quick nailing it. Oh, ow, hold on. I just sat in one position too long, too hard. I can't barely move my leg. Hold on a second, sorry, people. Ouch. <laughs> I get so intense. I sit in like a weird position. It cramped me. Okay. Axe. 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 Twenty, twenty, twenty-eight. So guard yourselves and God's people. Feed and shepherd God's flock, his church, purchased with his own blood, over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as leaders. Okay. The Holy Spirit is to appoint leaders. Not leaders appointing their own leadership themselves. Not them appointing themselves. Not them appointed by power, uh, uh, assuming that's the Holy Spirit, so that's the Holy Spirit is, uh, appointing it. The Holy Spirit is to appoint through the way that God's favor is going to look, not because a church blew up and not because they're real prophetic. God, When God appoints, there is a crazy protection on that. There's a crazy, crazy protection when God appoints. The way he's appointed what I am doing and I'm called to do, there's just a stupid protection on it. He keeps me from lots of ministries. He hides me. He only lets me connected to, to certain people. And the people I got connected to in leadership, first of all, they were older men in their 60s are ones that I ever had, they ever had like in a, like that position with me with like leadership. And in scripture, the elders, they're called elders because they're older. There's something about the older wisdom that that we need to like uh, uh, go find the ones that are in accuracy and if you're younger you you get aligned with those ones okay um 29 i know that the false teachers like vicious wolves will come in among you after i leave not sparing the flock even some men from your own group will rise up and distort the truth in order to draw a following all right. I want to look at this distorting the truth. Here's what you have. You're going to have people who you think they are smooth in their speech and they're they're teaching God and their distortion of truth is their character, their morale, and what they're doing behind the scenes in their heart. That's their distortion of truth. So we need to understand the fullness of what it means to distort truth because truth, the full truth is the Holy Spirit, the Godhead. Everything within Jesus Christ is truth. Anything that is in opposition to Jesus Christ will be a distortion of truth. Got it? Okay. Um, watch out. Remember the three years I was with you, my constant watch, my care over you night and day, and my many tears. The thing in this text is like they were saying goodbye to Paul, never going never gonna to see him again. Like what he gave his life to, to purifying the things of God, to keep leadership correct, to address every church that wasn't, to being imprisoned because he was doing it, to going head to head with so many, so many accusers being beaten, and then seeing that all the leadership that was with him was doing the exact same thing, you guys. You didn't have one of the leaderships that was with him go doing the opposite 
of what they all were doing, like in truth. And we like have all these leaders that one over here is all about doctrine. This one over here is all about power display and totally puts this away. And this one over here is about manifestation. I mean, you have literally where there's no alignment and unity in any of this. And if you know the word of God, there should be a unified thing within leaders that understand these things are not okay. We need to understand what the devil, how it's infiltrated into the wolves or into the sheep. And, and, and they have a clothing to appear to be sheep. They have a clothing that appear to be humility and clothing that appear to be good teaching they have a clothing that appeared to be good prophet and healing and it's demons it's demons every single thing i believe that that man did publicly in those years that he was in sin everything he was doing was a display of a demon every single thing <sighs> all right Holy Spirit, God, we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you've been placing out into the spirit of the truth of your move on this church and capturing the bride back to truly display the truth, the blood, and the suffering and the wholeness of Jesus Christ through every element of leadership, that the sheep begin to be led by Jesus and not by people. Lord, however you are moving in this moment, God, that we as people, it's so hard to know because your ways are so high, that we would get on our knees and align the best we can with the truth of who you are, Father, because you've given us your word. And that we get on our knees and we get okay when judgment is going to hit all these wolves. And we thank you that we thank you that these structures are coming down So that we understand and display the true power of your might and your goodness and your word. <sighs> Jesus, we just close this. I thank you that I'm just like placing this out into the spirit because I know that's what I'm supposed to do. That this, this flip is now here. <clears throat> and I have to say it. Because he's making me. <laughs> the person that I was prophesying to the business deal, a lot of these, um, through a lot of these messages, I have my contact information on Instagram under the contact, and my phone number is there. And you can call me when God releases you. <laughs> Yeah. So, Father, we thank you right now for the transition, Lord. I'm going to claim that I know your word to be true, and I know what you said to be true. God, that I know that you're, you're, you're transitioning people that have been in this fire into a season of promise. <sighs> and I want to speak that over people like that you don't understand what I'm referring to when I talk about this huge spiritual transition and making such like a big deal about it. And you're kind of grasping it. There's certain people that I know who have followed every single one of these podcasts and they're seeing it and they're getting it. And they're understanding things are going through. They're getting because they're the ones that were in purity that came under 
issues with this this stuff and there's been fires in their lives and it's because of the shift and it's because of the shift that the fire is going to hit the, the predators after this and the the purified people so what i'm when i when i speak out to these people when i'm saying this shift is here what you're going to have start doing is start going to happening is there's going to be a breaking of warfare around you there's going to be physical recovery happening to you there's going to be restoration of marriages happening you're going to have a healing with children going on um you're going to have fullness of family members ones you're going to have to cut off and be completely divided to and ones you're going to be able to restore there's going to be exposure on all these things and this is what the flip is going to going to be signs of that you're going to start walking into and so i'm just going to speak into the fire and the warfare that people that that has been so insane so insane and i know i know how bad this has been that this is now going to transition because the head of this is now flipping um and we are now going to see the the change of the green begin <clears throat> we're in it and i there must be something really big like on may i mean i know i'm gonna fully see it when things in my body just flip over <sighs> overnight <sighs> And I know that this is me speaking out something in faith that that's about to transition and, and hit. Um, so, yeah, I don't expect to nail anything anymore with a, anymore. Like I, I know that I cut and severed so much in the spirit through all this, and I know that now I need to just watch it play out. Um, for myself, if I was to ever do anything, I don't really know. I don't even know if I'm going to do one on the heal on the healing because I feel like I shared some of it today, and I honestly just feel like there was something so spiritual about this that it's not all about like necessarily like my testimony of stuff like that. I think it, this was such a bigger, bigger thing that I was addressing. So I really don't don't know what's next. But um, all right, um, the head of the devil is coming down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna say it out. This is get this is this is shifting and we're in it. And so I hope people get like super excited because it's finally here. The flip is finally happening. What are you what are you doing over there? <laughs> oh, doing a little dance. <laughs> okay, all right. Goodbye, people.